Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Welcome back to the club, friends. How are you today? I've got a special guest with us to talk about some juicy brain information. And so to that note, I have all my essential oils going on, focus, concentration, all the things that we need to have a really awesome conversation. So before I bring Leslie on, I wanted to share with you how I met her. She is also a nutritional therapist, as I am. Um, And I first met Leslie at the Weston A. Price Conference in Houston years ago. Gosh, it's probably been three to four years ago now. And my first impression of her was chic redhead. I just remember seeing her and thinking, gosh, she's so chic. But y'all, she is from the Big D which is Dallas, in case you don't live in Texas and don't know what, you know, what the big D is. The big D is Dallas, which is kind of known as a chic place. And so (laughs) Leslie's from Dallas, met her, loved her, and we've kept in touch ever since, just mostly through text and message in our nutritional therapist Facebook group, always kind of checking in, running ideas by each other. But then last year, um, when the Beauty Counter Conference came to Dallas, Um, I really wanted to go, but I really didn't want to pay for a room. There's something about not wanting to pay for a room. Like when you live in the same state, you know, if I was, if it was in Oregon or something, I would have been like, oh, you know, it's part of the travel. I didn't want to pay for a room. So I basically invited myself to Leslie's house to stay. She was so gracious. Um, And when I got there to her house in Dallas, I felt like I had just stepped into like my own little personal retreat for the weekend. You know, you know, mama's in the trenches right now, like me, like I am, you know, how (laughs) you kind of get away from your kids for the weekend. It's just like such a, (sighs) gives yourself a little breathing room and to just like go into Leslie's beautiful house. She had this beautiful guest room and her bathroom was filled with all these just clean products. And she had this big, huge bathtub with, you know, Epsom salts and this glass jar. Like as I was there, I was, I actually took pictures um, of the room in the bathroom. Leslie, you probably didn't know that. That's like a weird stalker <laughs> thing. Like I'm going to take pictures. So when I get home, I can copy this. And, and so I used all her products. I took a bath and she also had a, um, an infrared light um, kind of home, home sauna type thing built into her closet. It was just a a one that she had had made in her closet. So I did that and I slept in her luxurious bed. And when I woke up the next morning, she had this detox drink ready for me to go. And it was, I just felt like so cared for. (laughs) So it was just so wonderful. And that experience was um, just a really a nice one, Leslie. And thank you for being the hostess with the mostest that weekend. Welcome, Leslie, to 
the Christian Health Club podcast. Oh, you are so cute. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. I love listening to you. You're an inspiration. And um, yes, collaboration, inspiration, sounding board, and we'll have to do it again. Actually, I want to go to Jesus camp with you one time. (laughs) Oh, man, Jesus camp. So fun. Yes, I'll have to talk more about that um, on here sometime. Okay, because I know that people are going to be like, okay, what's this lemon, you know, detox drink she's talking about. So tell them, um, tell them what you served me that day, like basically what it is. It it was really like a liver flush detox drink, right? Yeah, it's kind of the way you start your morning. It's a way to tell your liver, I'm giving you some love. It's very alkalizing and it's very hydrating. But more importantly, we use it as a delivery system um, in the morning for our trace minerals and we use a little herbal tincture that's a concoction I get from Enter Health, and it has turmeric, milk thistle, uh, grapefruit, dandelion, fennel, and licorice. Oh, those are just lovely, nourishing herbs for your liver. So that's how we start the morning. And I have to give credit to Amanda Love down in Austin, because Amanda Love is an NTP that came to my house to do a detox class and that was her concoction. So I always shout out to Amanda because it's um, just lovely to share the love with Amanda Love. <laughs> yes, for sure, absolutely. Okay, so is that, so those are drops that you put in. So basically the ingredients, if I remember correctly, and everybody out there, we'll, I'll link to the recipe in the show notes if you want to go check out this liver flesh drink that Leslie served me that came from uh, Amy Love in Austin. Um, but it's basically, well, you, you're the one that makes it. Yeah, it's, so a, it's a quart of, wa- of clean, pure water one organic lemon that I chop up a little bit and it goes into my Vitamix. And then there's some clean olive oil. And when you see me in my kitchen, I just kind of go glug, glug, glug. There's three glugs, but it's about four tablespoons of olive oil. (laughs) And you blend that and really blend it well for about three minutes. With the peel and all, right? The whole lemon. What we love about lemons is the oils that we find in the rind. The pith that has all the flavonoids. Um, now, once you're through blending, I do um, pour it through a sieve, so I, I get out all the pulp and things. So what you're left with is this really creamy, yellow, wonderful drink. Um, and I make one batch for my husband and I on Sundays, and it usually lasts us till Friday or Saturday. Um, it, it, will, it will not keep. So don't think, oh, I forgot to drink my lemon liver flesh, and it's still there from two weeks ago. <laughs> wrong. (laughs) Now, we talked about the stevia. I do put one to two drops of vanilla stevia in there just to cut the edge off the tartness, but it's not required. And if you are concerned about breaking your fast, you can always leave that part out. Yes, because I know my people, you know, they'll see that recipe and see stevia and I'm going to get all the questions. Is that going to break my fast? Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's really, really just to kind of... um, offset the tartness there and you yeah you really can't taste it I, I mean it's not meant any, to be sweet I introduce every single client so that's now over a couple hundred to this idea um and I haven't had anyone turn their nose up at it I've had a couple that have been very nervous like ooh, I don't want to taste this and then they do and they get this big grin on their face like oh 
that wasn't so bad. <laughs> you know, it's good. You, I've even, I've actually even made it for my kids and, and added more stevia to it. I tried to pass it off as lemonade and, you yeah. know, they weren't, they weren't buying it exactly. Yeah. But I was like, this is, this is what you have right now. So you, you know, so just have it, take it or leave it. And well, it's this or water. Yeah. Especially if you can't get a pill down and you can get a supplement or a nutrient in a liquid form. Again, lemon liver flush is a delivery system. Just drop it in there and chug. Yeah. I like that. Well, that was a fun way, um, just a lovely way to start the morning. And then your husband cooked breakfast for me. And I, I really didn't want to leave, but um, I had to come back to, <laughs> I had to come back home. But it was a nice little reprieve. And we had um, a great time at the Beauty Counter Conference last year. That was super fun as oh, well. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, the reason that I wanted to have Leslie come on the podcast today is because she specializes in several nutritional areas of health, fertility and pregnancy, cancer prevention and recovery, Alzheimer's. She is a nutritional therapist as I am, as I mentioned, but she also has a whole slew of other certifications behind her name because like me, she, we are, you know, learning geeks. Um, (laughs) But Leslie helps women at a variety of stages um, of their life and wants women to embrace and enjoy their full potential. I just, she's just a champion of women. And I love that. She's got a Facebook group called the whole healthy woman that focuses on all areas of women's health and wellness. Um, So speaking of being learning geeks and being well-versed in so many areas, you'd mentioned that you on the strengths test, your number one strength is being a learner. Is the strengths test, are you talking about an Enneagram or is that different? That's different. I don't know what I am on the Enneagram. Yeah, the Gallup strengths test has been around for years. And the idea being that you are different from 335 million people. And when you take this test, it's an online thing. It tells you your top five strengths. And my girlfriend is a coach, a Gallup Strengths coach, and she'll work with companies and teams and say, okay, your number one is a learner, your number one is a activator, your number one, you know, so it's how do you work together? Mm. But I think when I, she laughs because she knows I'm always taking another class. Oops, Mm -hmm. squirrel, another class. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Yes, I'm the same way. Gosh, these, um, all of these kind of I don't know, personality or these kind of tests. Like I just took the Enneagram. I'd never heard of that, but apparently people are way into it because once I mentioned it, all these people started messaging me and telling me what their, their number was. In case you're wondering, I'm a number nine, everybody. I am a peacemaker. Um, I avoid conflict like the plague. Um, But funny being a, being a learner, you're saying being a learner and then somebody is an activator. Do you find that you have trouble activating? Cause sometimes I do, like if I could spend all day learning, like, you know, I know you like to listen to podcasts like I do and walk, we've Mm -hmm. actually talked while we're walking and Mm -hmm. talked about this, but um, I, I, I just, I could spend the day just learning stuff, but, and then, you know, sometimes I have to be like, okay, now we have to apply this. We have to, you know, take it to the people take it to the people. Yeah. Maximizer was one of my other top five. So activator, maximizer, learner. I forget what the other ones were. There's like 30. Oh. And it's, it's real interesting, but I'll have to do the Enneagram. I don't know about that. What I am. Okay. Well, you do the Enneagram and I will do the strengths test. Okay. (laughs) Deal. (laughs) See, I bet you, um, I would bet that I'm a learner. Yeah. Um, I bet you would too. Um, yeah, I'm probably right there with you. Okay. So, since you are involved helping women across all phases of life, what I really 
wanted you here to pick your brain on is the brain. Because I feel like so many of us women feel like our brains are working about half speed. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's because we're just so overwhelmed with things to do, or we have mommy brain, or we're getting to an age where, you know, words are just not forthcoming like they used to be, or we don't remember where the heck we parked our car or why we walked into a room. Um, and I know that you recently became Recode certified. So can you share what that means, what that is, and what led you to go into that direction? Sure, I'd love to, because I listened to your podcast the other day about your sign from God. And I was trying to think about, whew, in my 60 years, I've had a lot of signs. But um, t- the end of 2017, I made a commitment to not take any more classes, to not spend any more money on any more certifications. But I kept getting this postcard from the Institute of Functional Medicine. The IFM is the largest um, umbrella organization over integrated and functional medical practitioners. You might recall the name Dr. Mark Hyman and Dr. David Perlmutter and uh, Jeffrey Bland. I mean, the all big the, wigs. the big guys that kind of started functional medicine. And the postcard was for an advanced training down in Miami uh, with Dr. Dale Bredesen, who had just released his book, The End of Alzheimer's. And he has a specific protocol. I read the book and was completely sucked in. Um, I also read Emmy Berger's book, who's also a fellow NTP, The Alzheimer's Antidote. And this was going to be an expensive training, you know, $2,000 commitment, Mm. three days in Miami. And I just said, no, can't do it because it's December and it's Christmas. And and then I said, Lord, (laughs) you same thing. If I really should be doing this. Well, no later than a day later, I had a client come to me who said, Leslie, I'm really starting to worry about my brain. My mom has Alzheimer's. I'm starting to be forgetful. How can you help me? What do you think? So we talked it through, and then two days later, another couple called and said, so-and-so has been diagnosed with Alzheimer's. How can Mm. you help us? And I thought, okay, Lord, you're dropping them in my lap. You're slapping me upside the head. (laughs) And I just went to my husband, and I said, baby, I said, this is our age group. This is These are my peers, and they're worried, and maybe this is where God's calling me. Of course, we love Miami. Who doesn't? And uh, <laughs> Well, you guys are travelers. That's another thing that I love about Leslie is I just love to follow her on um, <laughs> All social media. Place. Like, where is Leslie now? Some fabulous place that I'd like to be. So we went, and there I was in a room of 500 physicians, 400 of whom were streaming online from all over the world. Wow. And I was in front of Dr. Dale Bredesen, Dr. Jillian Carnahan, Dr. Mary Kay Ross, um, Anne Hathaway. I mean, these are the the best of the best of the best. And it was so interesting. And of course, it all came down to, they said, now, you're going to have to know about nutrition. You're going to have to know about a ketogenic diet. You've got to know about nutrition. And all these physicians in the room were kind of going, well, shoot, they didn't teach us anything about nutrition in med school. <laughs> you're like <laughs> raising your hand. Like, me, me, I said, me. <laughs> exactly. Or I kind of felt like throwing blood in the water with sharks because, you know, they were, they were, they needed someone. And the IFM kept saying, you're going to have to develop a team. You're going to mm-hmm. have to have a coach. Your, your clients with Alzheimer's are going to need help getting through diet, nutrition, pantry cleanout, um, detoxification, uh, lifestyle changes, you know, 
and these doctors were all just kind of going, whoa. <laughs> so I said, okay, that's my calling. And it's growing slowly and organically. Um, but that's how it kind of came about. Very cool. It just, it feels good to just know you're moving in the right direction. I mean, that is the thing about involving God in our decisions. Then yes. you just, you feel peace about that and you just feel really, really good about doing that. Okay. Well, let's, um, let's start with, can you explain, okay, let's kind of start with the, the Alzheimer dementia place. Um, since that's what we're talking about, could you explain a little about how and why dementia occurs in the first place. I mean, so, I know, I think a lot of people think it's like, oh, I'm getting older and I might get it, but you know, it, we have to take that on back. And anyway, just tell yeah. us, give us some explanation. So what we've discovered and through Dr. Bredesen and Perlmutter and some of the other, and Dr. Daniel Amen, is that dementia, well, dementia is the umbrella. Then under dementia is Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, Louis body, um, and a couple others. Two thirds of everyone with Alzheimer's are female. For some reason, women are getting it more than men are getting it. And we have to believe that it's kind of because of our, some of our wonky hormones. Mm -hmm. um, every big um, pharmaceutical company has pulled all their funding and all their trials um, with Alzheimer's drugs because nothing works. There will never be a single monotherapy or one pill. What Dr. Bredesen has discovered over time is that, and he teaches the story about, think of it as 36 holes in the ceiling. We have to plug the holes. Where, what are some of those holes? They are our blood sugar you know, being imbalanced, hormone depletion, nutrition depletion, toxic exposure, mold exposure, emotional trauma, um, your dental health, uh, all of those things contribute. And what he's saying is that it starts when we're in our 30s and 40s. We don't want to wait until you're 72 and you're diagnosed. And it's interesting, uh, Chelsea, how some women will tell me, I don't want to know. I don't want to do the 23andMe. I don't want to know if I've got that genetic predisposition. And so I say, listen, didn't you go get your first pap smear at 16 or 18? That was to tell you whether or not you might have cervical cancer. Don't you get your teeth cleaned every year or every six <laughs> months? That's to tell you you got cavities or how to prevent cavities. Don't you get a mammogram sometimes in your late 20s, early 30s? That's to detect cancer. Don't we get a colonoscopy somewhere in our 40s and 50s? That's to detect and prevent colon cancer. So all these, all these preventative screenings, why don't we apply that to our brain? And he calls that a cognoscopy. Let's look at Ooh, all I the like biomarks. Yeah, it was really a, a great phrase. Let's look at all those things in our 30s and 40s that's putting the train, we want our train on the tracks. <laughs> We want to go towards towards glory, healthy and happy. But if we're doing things that are derailing our train, we are consuming way too much carbs and sugar. If we've got a mouthful of mercury, if um, you're stomping around in your lawn that's sprayed with glyphosate, Roundup, you yeah. know, it's just on and on and on. But he found that 
um, viruses also, the herpes simplex virus is very, is implicated in Alzheimer's, mm, um, really? mold. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, they used to think that the amyloid plaque in the brain that everyone was detecting was the problem of Alzheimer's, but we are discovering now that a lot of the amyloid plaque and the things that are happening in our brains is actually protective, a reaction to the metal exposure the oh, virus kind of like exposure. cholesterol kind of like yeah. cholesterol would be okay. yeah like that's, that's exactly the, right that's not the root cause that's the that's not the fire that's but it gets blamed yes and or let's say as you get to be 50 and older big pharma is pushing shingles vaccines flumex vaccines um you know with full of aluminum aluminum passes the blood-brain barrier uh, leaky gut if you have had a lifetime of digestive issues you are more predisposed to Alzheimer's. And I can refer back to my mother. My mother had childhood trauma. She was a World War II baby. She never ate anything green, ever, ever, ever. <laughs> um, didn't drink water, um, was a sugarholic, you know, instant Pop-Tarts, waffles, pancakes, cookies, um, was always constipated. I just look back at that now and I think, oh, that's what was going on. Yeah. She had no appetite for green or for meat and um, developed Parkinson's. Well, now they're saying Parkinson's is a gut-related disease. Well, the third tripod stand to her perfect storm was that my dad and mom lived um, in Central Florida where citrus is grown and where they spray 24-7 pesticides and herbicides. Oh, my gosh. So you don't think about living, you know, I, we lived in Illinois at one time too. You know, think about the farmers are spraying all the time. So it's in the air. So my mom had the, the childhood trauma, the poor nutrition and the toxic exposure. And then she developed Parkinson's. So, and I have those same predispositions in my genetic makeup. So I'm just not going there. I'm not no, turning we, it on. <laughs> we are not going to allow that. We are not inviting that to the party. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So now I've got women that have come to me that are in their fifties. It hasn't kind of dropped down to the 40s yet, but I'm trying to get to that market. But I've got several clients that have said, gosh, mom had it, grandma had it, dad had it. I don't want to go there. So I've designed that same cognoscopy, this sort of workup of all the different biomarkers. And we can say, listen, your blood sugar is a little high. Let's kind of rein that in. Or um, you've got some inflammatory markers. Let's, let's figure out what, why we've got inflammation. You've got, gosh, you've got a mouthful of silver. You need to get that taken care of. You know, um, if you're still using Febreze and burning candles or, you know, toxic sunscreens, we need to make that change. So it, we just kind of go down the list and really this applies to everything about healthy living. This just isn't necessarily, um, just for brain health. It's really for cancer prevention all kinds of things. But there are definitely um, some things we can do to really support brain health. I think that you're right. So nobody, nobody in their 20s and 30s are, are really thinking about Alzheimer's. But what I see, or, or they don't want to, yeah, know, right? They they, they're like, to. Oh, that's way far down. I'll deal with that later. But what is interesting, and I know you see this all the time, is just that people and they're, you know, it's getting sadly younger and younger, but you know, their thirties, forties are like, Oh, I'm just, 
my old age is catching up with me. You know, like that yep. aging thing. And I'm yep. just starting, my bones are breaking down. I'm tired. I don't have any energy. I'm starting to gain weight. Just kind of what happens as you age, you know. And what I want to tell people is that that does not have to be the case. It's really that... Um, things are just catching up with you. You know, you'll hear, hear people say, I've always been able to eat like that, you know, oh, eat yeah. like crappy food. <laughs> and I've been just fine, you know, and I want to say, no, you really haven't. There's been this firestorm going on inside and finally your body's like, sister, I have had enough up in here. And that's then that's right. when we start seeing all of these, you know, these signs come out, but it's not like they just pop out one day. It has been a storm of brewing for a long time. And that's the same thing with, dementia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, all that. It's just that storm starts brewing too, you know, and very just, it, early, very, very early. early. And it's all related to all of this stuff that's going on in our 20s and 30s and 40s. Um, it's all of the same root. So you mentioned some of these things. Let's just dig in a little bit, um, just a little bit more touch on some of these things like, you know, like sugar, you know, I, I mean, this is one that's just so hard and because people don't want to give up sugar for forever. That's why, you know, in Feast to Fast, which I, you've gone through with me, and I, I try to, you know, put it in perspective, like, you don't have to give it up for forever, but we got to keep it in check. Yes. Because just give us some idea of how that just just leads to or contributes to just kind of this brain drain. Well, the sugar, the carb, you know, the carb intake pushes the insulin intake. Yes. And insulin, as well as being our fat storage hormone, um, is inflammatory to the brain. So um, while we do think about the brain utilizing glucose, which it is, the, the brain is over 60% fat. So if someone calls you a fat head, take it as a compliment. <laughs> Thank <laughs> um, you. Yeah. <laughs> um, we know that um, the sugar oxidizes you know, oxidizes and solid proteins and causes inflammation. And they call Alzheimer's type three diabetes. In fact, yes. that's one of the categories. So you get that same glycation, aging, inflammation of the brain. Um, and that's why we want to keep, if we're running, <clears throat> if we're doing a fasting blood draw, we look at our fasting glucose number and we look at our fasting insulin number because insulin resistance is one of the key markers for dementia. I'm so glad you brought that term up. I think that that gets people's attention, type 3 diabetes, because people can relate to, you know, mm -hmm. the diabetes term, type 2, type 2 diabetes. So many people are being diagnosed with um, type 2 diabetes or pre-diabetes. And so if that is the case, then the chances, um, you know, of moving into that type 3 category with the brain are going to be higher. So it's really important to to consider these things. Um, what about, okay, so you mentioned things like toxic exposures. Gosh, that is so interesting about your mom living in the, um, where everything was sprayed. I mean, that's just not something like you said that you really think about, but that's happening in different places all over the country. Just as a side note, I love Branch Basics and I love the girls that started Branch Basics and their aunt um, had a child who in West Texas somewhere in fourth grade you know, played with a bunch of friends with a bunch of bags with white powder in it. Come to find out it was pesticides. And the poor little boy went completely like brain dead. You know, the, oh. the doctors at the time said, you're going to have to institutionalize this kid. 
Auntie said, uh-uh, not on my watch. She, turns out she's an environmental toxins PhD now. Wow. And she juiced that boy, detoxed that boy, heavy metal chelated that boy back to amazing health. And he's a you know pilot for the Air Force today, married with children. So That gave me goosebumps. Oh, I love that. I love that story. But that's the idea is that Dr. Bredesen even yesterday said, you know, you used to see people with Alzheimer's in their 70s and 80s. Um, he says, it's surfacing now with people in their 50s. Why oh, is that? So well, we are so more exposed to toxins than our grandparents were. Our grandparents had one power line coming into the house. They had one TV. They had one telephone and it was hardwired. All our homes now are surrounded in fiber and Wi-Fi and we have smart meters and we've got cell towers. EMF is a dangerous, dangerous toxin and it triggers this growth of viruses and bacteria and it bounces off of our brains. If you've seen any of those x-ray pictures and PEC scans of people with their cell phones up to their head, it just... So again, mm. <laughs> and then the, you know what the dirtiest, dirtiest toxic product in your home is a dryer sheet. Is that right? Mm -hmm. It's got more dangerous chemicals that are carcinogenic than any other thing. I mean, I'd take a bottle of Fabulosa over that. <laughs> a real, wow, that's saying a lot. <laughs> Although we use Branch Basics in my house now, so just a shout out to Branch Basics. But um, and, and then the beauty counter products. Why would I want to put that sunscreen or those nasty things on my body that's going to be absorbed into my bloodstream? So, um, yeah, toxic exposure. And from that to the dental health, dental health as we age is critical. You have got to stay up on your cleanings because the mouth bacteria can go straight to your brain. Well, don't they say the mouth is kind of a little microcosm of it, it kind of like the, like a window into your greater health picture? It is. Absolutely. And if you get gum disease or inflammation or you've got root canals that are breeding bacteria, they can all pass the blood brain barrier. Goodness gracious. I know. I know. And then and mold, you know, we live in. Um, we're in Texas and I'm from Houston and there was, you know, I can't remember what the name of the hurricane was a couple of years ago. It was just mm. so bad. And, you know, it worries me, um, all this, you know, potential for mold exposure for so many people. Um, well, that was Dr. Mark Hyman and Jillian Carnahan both had independent mold exposures in their lives. Really? Dr. Mark Hyman's testimony was that he was, you know, med school, you know, graduated, creating this fabulous life. And he literally fell apart, couldn't get out of bed, couldn't figure out why. Well, it all went back to a mold exposure. Jillian Carnahan is in Boulder, Colorado, um, fabulous female physician. Um, and she had the same thing, but it was her office. Her office had, you know, the raining and the flooding and the whatever and everything in her office. She didn't see it. It wasn't mold you could really see. But she went from being a triathlete to she couldn't climb a flight of stairs. Oh gosh. And they finally figured out it was the mold. And it has to and it starts with impacting your brain. So yes, it's and there are lots of little tests you can get um, on Amazon, online. 
Um, Dr. Richard Shoemaker is kind of the mold uh, remediator expert. He talks about mold and the impact on the brain. Um, so we have to be, yes, if your home has been flooded, rained on, old, it's time to clean it out. Yeah, I think that's what's kind of scary about the mold situation is that it could be it could be there, but you would you don't know. You, you don't know, know. It, you, mm -hmm. if you don't see it, you don't you wouldn't think about that. Um, and so that's just maybe a clue for somebody out there. If you feel like you're doing everything right, and just got to ask yourself, is there potential for mold? And here? it can be in the schools. You know, oh, we gosh. we serve um, with a church community down in Panama City Beach, and. Everything east of Panama City, you know, they've closed so many schools because the children can't go back in there. Um, it's not healthy. Well, well, okay. Now that we've scared the ever living <laughs> out of everybody, <laughs> things you don't want to invite Leslie to your dinner party for. <laughs> no, no, I mean that we have to. You know, you have to share this part. But um, I like to go over that stuff first because now we can turn to the good stuff. So let's. Um, let's turn to, how can we like juice our brains up? I mean, what can we do now and always? How can we, I always tell people we have so much power in our hands. That's Absolutely. the thing. Like all of those things we just talked about, um, you know, it's rare that there's something that's coming at us that we don't have control over. Sometimes there is air quality, you know, maybe mold if you don't realize it, but for the most part, we have, you know, all the power to to change. And so let's talk about those things that can really, really keep our brains juiced up and we're sharp and focused and running super efficiently. That is the brain that I want to have and that I need. Absolutely. Well, you know, I had a chiropractor tell my mother one time when I brought her in to be evaluated with her Parkinson's and he said, Maybelle, you drinking water? And she shook her head. No, I don't like the taste of water. <laughs> and he said, honey, the elevator's not going to go to the top floor unless you're hydrated. That's a good one. And of course, we learn as nutritional therapists some of our functional evaluations that um, if the particular test that we run, um, the client fails, sometimes all we have to do is have them drink a glass of water and we can change the results. So yeah, hydrate, 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 and drink mindfully. I try to teach my clients to not just chug. Um, but to put the water in your mouth, clean water, for three seconds. And the, and the body says, oh, hydration is coming. Hydration, water is so needed for your brain to release toxins at night, which when you're sleeping uh, is called autophagy. And it's interesting, but your brain actually shrinks a little at night because it's releasing toxins. Mm -hmm. And your lymph system and your blood system is picking those up and taking them away to your liver. Well, A, if you're not sleeping, <laughs> and right. B, if you don't have enough hydration, that trash is just sitting there in your head. Yeah, you had trashy head. You got trashy head. So we gotta, yeah, hydration, always out of glass or steel, clean as water as you can get. As you know, we just, we just can't get enough of it. But um, oh, that's right. You have a Berkey. That's one thing. When I went to your house, you have a mm -hmm. you have a Berkey. You have all of these. It's like my <laughs> my wish list of things from know, Leslie's got, house. Got some pretty cool toys. I have to you say. You do. <laughs> so sleep. Um, I just got new bedroom drapes. I feel like I'm a big girl. You know. <laughs> my my bedroom is. Two walls of glass. And oh wow! When we first moved in, all I could do was hang some panels from Ikea, you know, draperies I had no idea were so expensive. 
but we got them and we got blackout drapes and they're on a track and they're so easy to open and close. But the first night we slept in the morning, it was so dark in the morning. And my husband said, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm at the Hilton or something. <laughs> <laughs> but you need good quality sleep. Um, sleep hygiene is so important. Um, and both of us are practicing intermittent fasting, which of course is your area of expertise. Um, intermittent fasting has been shown to promote autophagy. Um, it's also known to promote BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotrophic factor, but we call it um, miracle grow for your brain. So oh, I like that better than yeah. brain-derived. <laughs> yeah. BDNF yes. is like miracle grow for your brain. And the way you um, support and promote BDNF is from fasting and exercise. Boom. Boom. Mic drop. Yeah, that's awesome. And of course, we're just going down the list. Omega, yes. Omega Keep, threes, yeah, I mean, like, we need fats. all the things. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, the uh, omega-3 is anti-inflammatory. Omega-6 is inflammatory. But we've been eating a ratio of way too much omega-6s. And that's why we're all walking around inflamed. Right. Our, Tell you know. people, just, I know some people know, but we can't assume that people know where we find omega-6s and where we find omega-3s. So Yeah, omega-3s are going to be the... Um, fish oils, cold water fish, um, love me some sardines on crackers. <laughs> um, yes. You know, salmon, uh, krill, there are ways to get um, marine algae sources of omega-3s if that's your jam. Uh, omega-6, um, while we need it, we do need to inflame. We just don't need the quantities, but those are the vegetable oils. Those are cottonseed, corn, canola, scary ones. We call them trans fats. We call them Franken fats. Right. Like we don't need those kind of omega sixes. No. We need omega sixes from like nuts and nuts and seeds. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, Dr. Bredesen, um, you know, thousands and thousands of patients found that most of the patients, again, most of them women, but even with men, that they had extremely low levels of vitamin D. Vitamin D is so instrumental in brain health. Um, they found that all these folks had extremely low hormone levels. So I know you go into menopause and you think, ah, I don't want to do hormone replacement. But I'm telling you, estrogen is brain protective. Oh, estrogen, right. Mm -hmm. Because estrogen does, it's not, it does like 300 things, right? I mean, it plays a role in, in everything. In everything. I know that you also read um, Sex, Lies, and Menopause, mm -hmm. right? I mean, yep. that brain, that book just like blew my mind. Yeah, she's she was scary. <laughs> yeah, I, I told I know I kept telling my people in my in the Christian Health Club membership group. I'm like, I'm gonna share share more about this one day when I can get my head wrapped around it. I've read it like three times. I just um, it is so information dense that I'm just trying, you know, still trying to let some of that settle. But it it fascinated. You no, know, estrogen is protective of your heart, protective of your brain. It just, so that's part of this, these biomarkers. So when a client comes to me and says, um, I'd love to work with you. I don't, you know, I need to just kind of tweak some things. I think I'm kind of healthy, but grandma had, you know, dementia, mom had cancer. First thing we do is um, get a blood panel done. And it's a specially designed blood panel from the restorative wellness group um, that is, you know, comprehensive. And here's the problem I get all the time with female clients. Oh, 
I'm going to my OB-GYN next month for my annual. I'll get my blood work done then. And I say, hmm, here's the list of biomarkers we want. You have to make sure they check all the boxes. And even just yesterday, another panel came in, not designed by me. They didn't put her um, full thyroid panel on there. They didn't do her fasting wow. insulin. They didn't do her iron markers. They didn't, you know, I was like, well, this is a very superficial, shallow panel, and we're going to have to plug in the gaps. Because mm -hmm. these numbers are important, ladies. You need to know your vitamin D levels. This client yesterday came in with a vitamin D level of 14. <gasps> oh, brother. I know. Brother, she, oh, sister. I told her, I said, you need to be at least over 50. At least. Yeah. So, you know, those are kind of things. But, you know, typical is that you go to one of the offices and your physician has a kind of way of doing things with a particular lab. And they're going to say, ah, we don't need to do that. Insurance won't cover that. Well, I happen to know that the, you can add on the vitamin D panel for like 20 bucks. So it's, it's, it's not worth like, it. Yeah. It's a number that's important, especially if you're over 30. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's de definitely a great list of biomarkers, things to know. As I said, we want to keep the train on the track. If the, if the Titanic is shifting to the east, let's bring it back around on track. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, right it's not, and these are not diagnostic. In, in any way, but it's a way for us to say, hmm, why are you drifting into great inflammation? Let's look at your diet, let's look at your lifestyle, and let's make sure that the inflammation doesn't end up giving you Alzheimer's or dementia. Right, exactly. And if we are, if we are in our 20s or 30s or 40s, and we are already experiencing some of these earlier signs, whether, um, you know, these other health issues um, and, and things of the brain where if we're already like, I don't know, where are my keys? Why did I walk in here? What, you know, what was I saying? <laughs> that kind of thing. Those, those are just things to of, pay attention to. And those are really kind of normal. Um, we don't want to call it normal signs of aging because then you get, a, you get written off. You really shouldn't have that issue. So what we want to say, there are lots of nutrients um, and herbs that are brain supportive. I'll tell you what, Chinese mushrooms, reishi, lion's mane, cordyceps. I have a brain mushroom blend that has bacopa. <laughs> I'm throwing out some weird herb names on you now, but they, <laughs> I love it. they stimulate your brain. Um, I loved when you said you chewed on some rosemary from your neighbor's rosemary bush. Yes, I do but it almost every day. Rosemary and peppermint both are so brain stimulating. Why not take a whiff every, you know, before you take a test or before you do an important call or just diffuse it in the morning before your day? Yes, um, I put the peppermint on right before we got on here. I'm like, Lord, mm -hmm, help my brain work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's it's an amazing, an amazing gift from God, all the plants that we have. Oh, I know the oils. You know, I did that. Um, I did a podcast in case some of you haven't heard it on the ancient oils of scripture. And I just, I just love just kind of sitting and marinating in that fact that, you know, God made these these healing plants and that, you know, God did not forget to make something exactly. right. I mean, exactly. there are resources all over the earth and, um, and these things like mushrooms, you mm -hmm. know, that just really promote brain health. Now much, you can get like mushroom coffee and 
all of these cool things. But um, yes, the you know God provides. God created our body, and He knew what our body needed. He created the perfect things for our body, and so we just have to remember that and um, and find that you know find them mm-hmm. and um, apply, apply, apply. Well, this is awesome. Okay. Well, as we're wrapping up here. I'd like to ask my guests a few of the anchor questions because in the Christian health club, we're always talking about our, our anchors, you know, anchors, anchoring ourselves in health and the Lord and just keeping ourselves rooted there. So what is kind of your anchor verse right now? Your ankle anchor Bible verse that speaks to you, that inspires you and just is keeping you grounded. Well, I thought about that, and I um, I love the proverbs. I love all the proverbs. I love the proverbs. Oh my too. gosh! Um, you know, tie them around your head, stamp them <laughs> on your stamp them on your chest. Fourteen, fifteen, and of course, I substituted the word the word woman for men there. But a prudent woman gives thoughts to her steps, and prudent. Sometimes people are not really clear on what that word is, but it says it's acting with and showing care and thought for the future. Oh, that is so, just perfect. So if we want to be careful and show care and thought for our future as wives, moms, and now I'm a grandma. Grandma. <laughs> um, we have to give prudent thought to what we're doing and the steps we're taking. We love to be preventative as opposed to reactive. So right. that's where that's that's why I love that verse this week. Oh, I love that too. Okay, how about an anchor meal? Like what's what do you eat on the rag that just helps, you know, keep you grounded and healthy and you, it's always your go-to? Well, it's interesting. I <laughs> wasn't just a ginormous sm- smoothie fan, excuse me. And uh, now with intermittent fasting, I find I don't get hungry till 10, 30 or 11, 12. Um, and I have clients, so I don't want to see a client hangry. <laughs> right, correct. <laughs> so um, my secret for my smoothies uh, is frozen coconut milk that I put in the little micro cup, mini cupcake silicone tray. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I have, so I freeze coconut milk into those little nuggets. I freeze avocado meat, flesh, mm. whatever you call it, uh, by, you know, avocados by the dozen and then chop them all up and freeze it. Uh, frozen pumpkin, organic pumpkin, yeah, um, full of pumpkin. magnesium and manganese, beta carotene, wet fiber. I always tell women if you if you're constipated, get you some pumpkin. Yes. <laughs> um, so that's my morning go-to now, and I, of course I throw in mushroom and mitochondria support and vitamin C, and I've got a huge assortment of things we play with. And then I love Mark Sisson, who you know just wrote Keto Reset and. Um, Keto Restart, one of those keto books. He's he's a doll baby. He was an Iron Man triathlete. He's he's the head of Primal Kitchen. Oh yeah, I, I have a total um, man crush. Oh, Just a, is he like, the cutest ever? <laughs> oh, he is like my yes. I always tell people. I mean, he's he's what like I don't know, sixty five or something. Sixty seven. I mean, yeah, he is hot, smoking, smoking. <laughs> <laughs> and he calls his his favorite is a big ass salad. And so I've adopted that because I will throw every kind of green, at least six other kinds of veggies, um, sprouted nuts and seeds, some sort of protein choice, and then a big dollop of goat cheese on top. So mm. <laughs> that's that my- sounds divine. I know I, when I think of big salad, I also think of Seinfeld. That was kind of a big a joke of 
thing in Seinfeld, the, the big salad. The big salad. Yes, a big salad is always a good go-to. That's awesome. Okay, and then I like to ask because you know we're such learning geeks. Do you have a um, a book you're kind of into lately? Well, my top bookshelf collapsed off the wall two weeks ago. <laughs> too many books and so my husband just put it back up and in doing so I had to reorganize my books and there's like six that I want to go back to and I'm like oh no you've already read them twice but you know but the newest one I picked up um was from a gal that I heard on I think I heard on Cynthia's podcast but it's called clean eating dirty sex Ooh, it is sounds interesting it has nothing to do with dirty sex. <laughs> it has everything to do with eating to support your hormones to support your sex life. Aha. Uh -huh. And I apologize, I don't have the author's name right in front of me, but Clean Eating Dirty Sex. Um, got some great recipes in the back. It just It's just on target about um, if you don't eat properly to support your hormones, uh, you will not have a sex life, whether you're right. male or female. If you eat to reduce your cholesterol, you are not going to produce testosterone because we know cholesterol is the master hormone. So that's the favorite that's right. book. Oh, that sounds like a good one. <laughs> that's a good title. That's kind of a it's that's catchy. An eye catcher for yeah, for sure. That'll make you that'll make you wake up. Um, oh, good. I'll have to check that one out. Well, Leslie, thank you so much, my, oh my chic redhead friend. <laughs> I just pleasure. adore you. Oh, I I'm love you too. I'm so glad you came. Before we go, tell everybody um, where they can find you, how they could get in touch with you if they were interested in um, seeking more help. Sure. Um, www.redeemingwellness.com. I also have redeeminghealth.com. Not as big a robust a site. It's really just a landing page to get you over to Redeeming Wellness. And you can see me on Facebook. Um, as Leslie Bumpus, Redeeming Wellness, and The Whole Healthy Woman. I'd love to have you join us over there. Fantastic. Thank you again, Leslie. All right, my dear. It was so much fun. Have so a great fun. Friday. All right, everybody. Have a healthy and blessed week, and I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week.